Hello and welcome to this episode of Last Week Tonight. I'm your host, John Olivalandas, and I'm here to tell you more about my life and just things that's happened in the last week. Um, not too much has happened, I have to say. I went camping this weekend with DDK. It wasn't really camping, it was an Airbnb in Big Bear here in Los Angeles. The only city in the world where you can drive to Seasons where you can go surfing in the morning and skiing in the afternoon. But not right now, because all the snow's melted. <clears throat> but we just went up there to hang out, and I just got back in. It's 9.43 p.m., and I'm trying to stick to a schedule. I've got to upload a podcast tomorrow. I'm kind of doing it last minute, because that's just the amount of time I have, and then leaving it to Nathan to um, get it up on Monday. Hopefully that works out because I'd like to stick to it. Um, <clears throat> it's not always the easiest thing, especially with the esports schedule, to stick to a schedule. But in my case, I'm landlocked. I'm landlocked. Yeah, there's not a really good reason for me to not be able to get things done consistently and have different types of content scheduled for different days of the week. I should be able to do that. I should be capable of doing things like that. Um, <clears throat> it was a good trip. It was a good trip. Uh, today, I think the most interesting thing happened today where we went for a hike. We probably did four, four and a half miles on the hike. And we did one the day before, but it wasn't so, it wasn't so grueling. I think if you need a, a good hike, it needs to take a lot out of you for you to feel something at the end, right? I mean, a hike is about accomplishing. A hike is about... You know, it's about it's about reaching the peak, right? It's about reaching the peak, and 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 putting your flag in the ground, in some sense, I suppose. At the end of the hike, you usually get it, or halfway up the hike, you get a view. We saw one; it was it was beautiful. You know, along the way, it's exercise. You get fresh air. You're in. You're one with nature. And for a lot of us city folk, we know that nature's good for you, but we don't know exactly why at least i don't you know we know that you're supposed to in today's world get a lot of sun and fresh air and you know be around animals and try to try to get that in this you know while while trying to operate in the concrete jungle and make lots of money and be very productive and all that stuff we know that you're supposed to take breaks and vacations and go on hikes and be outside and everything like that. And <clears throat> you can only really get it when you go do it. You know, like we were, we had this great view. I don't know if I put it on my Instagram or not, but I think there's some, a picture on the Twitter. We had a great view from our balcony where you could see rolling trees, you know, pine trees, redwoods, just for miles up into a lake and then this little you know deep blue lake behind it a mountain with big bear just all these trees and more trees you know just going on forever and it was it was wonderful and i was like sitting out there with edk and it was like this looks so surreal i feel like i can't even appreciate it almost because and i'm sure you guys have been here but it feels like 
We keep making the joke that it's like the graphics are not that great outside. In reality, the graphics are actually pretty good. They're, they're pretty fucking good. To the point that I'm like, this looks more like, this reminds me more of a window, like a beautiful high resolution Windows desktop background than it does an actual scenic image in front of me that's just glorious and vast. You know, it doesn't, in my mind, it's all condensed into this one image that looks really good. But I can kind of almost see the post-processing and I can kind of almost, it all just kind of blends together and it, it is picturesque. And I, I guess I wondered in that moment, does it, did it look like that to people who weren't able to share photography hundreds of years ago? You know, were those moments a little bit more special? Or, and in my case, you know, it still looks beautiful, like super beautiful. And I'm not saying I'm desensitized, but it's like I almost couldn't believe it, if that makes sense. And that was a kind of a weird, that was a weird thing. But it was good to get the fresh air and hang out with people and spend a, spend a weekend away and not cooped up in my room, which is never, never healthy, I don't think. But um, it also kept me away from reminding myself at this weekend last year, DreamHack Tours. I went to DreamHack Tours. <sighs> that was such a, that was tough. Actually, it might have not been this weekend last year. I think it was um, DreamHack Austin. And then Mark came up to me and Joey, if I have this correct. I want to make sure. Yes, I have this correct. We were doing DreamHack Austin, and that was the first DreamHack I'd ever done. I was doing it with Joey, um, Helium Umbrella from from Sivo. We used to cast together, and he's got a pretty. I think he's still working at E League now. He's like got a great job, but he's uh he's not he's not commentating anymore. But we're a couple days in, and Mark's like, "What are you doing next week?" And we're like, "What do you mean, Mark? What do you mean, Mark? What what do you mean? What are we doing next week?" And he's like. Well, I need casters to cast the European minor. Me and Joey, that next week, had to do the North American minor. I've told the story before, but maybe some people haven't heard it. And we're, I'm like, oh, I, we told him we can't, like, can't do it. Like, I've got to be in Ohio next week casting the North American minor. It's with MLG. We've done events with them. We love MLG. We love MLG. And uh, there's no way we're going to say no to that. So, I'm sorry, Mark. We can't. I can't go to Europe for the first time. That was me. It was me. I want. I couldn't. That would be my first time going to Europe. I can't go to Europe. And then we go back to the hotel. My Joey. We have to figure this out. Like we have to figure this out somehow. But long story short, we do. We're like, all right. If we get a flight at this time, we can go fly directly from. Um, we might be like land on the day of arrival, super jet lagged, but we can do it. We can go all the way to DreamHack Tours in France and come back and make it in time for the NA minor and do fucking both minors, do fucking both minors. And we did it. And it was such an incredible experience going to Paris for the first time. Uh, I think that might've been my first time meeting, um, Paula and we had some funny stories meeting Paula and going out and 
exploring city and exploring Paris and getting to see the Louvre and getting to see the Eiffel Tower in person and getting to see the entire city, which is just full of majestic wonders. Every turn, every turn, every corner you turn, there is some absolutely exquisite piece of architecture with tons of history and cobblestone roads connecting all of these all of these different buildings and it's just it's magical for somebody who has not been to europe or any anywhere else anywhere outside of north america which is all pretty new you know you don't get to see that kind of thing where it's just it's just such an old city you know and it's that and it, it just blew me away dude it felt like i was on fucking harry potter or something um and this year i can't go you know and this year um scrawny's there scrawny and paul are there hugo's i want i wanted to go this year as kind of our first reunion event me and connor go to dreamhack tour and we get to explore paris on the first day and i get to show him all those things and he's He's, he speaks, he's fluent in French. He's, he's from Quebec and, and grew up in a small town in Quebec. He's fluent in French. Would have had a fucking amazing time exploring the city with him and talking to people and going to see things and then casting together as a reunion. Fuck. That feels so, so feels, it's just devastating, honestly, to think about. Paula sent me an Instagram video of the club that we went to on the final day where we walked downstairs, and this is only part of the story, we walked downstairs and I saw Config shirtless doing the worm on the club dance floor. Uh, unreal. Unreal, super sad about that, unfortunately. More sad news. I think generally right now I'm not, I'm not super upset. I like, had a great trip and I don't want this whole thing to be a drag. I feel pretty good. I'm looking forward to next week making content, uploading more of the uh, casual cast, which I've been having fun doing. Um, I actually played, I actually played uh, uh, Quake Three. I under, I finally learned what CPM and CPMA meant means. Even I don't know what it stands for. Uh, so, uh, something pro mod. Basically, for, okay, for those of you who don't know, CPMA is a rule subset that comes down to essentially adding air control to Quake 3, which makes it the best of Quake 1 and Quake 2, and this is what people competed in, and then it died at some point, and a whole bunch of stuff, but it was, it was a really cool thing, and it's what Reflex uses in a different engine, so it's implemented and it feels a little different, it has a couple of other things. But and Reflex is a, in Arena FPS. If you guys don't know, a very small game. <laughs> I think it's nine average players per month currently uh, in the standings. But uh, a really good game. Um, and the reason that I played Quake Three was because I was playing Reflex on my stream because I saw a clip from Zeal um, that where he's playing Reflex, and some of some of my subs and viewers have played Reflex in the past, and. Some of them found it because I was playing it. I was like, wow, this game is really cool. And I had not played an arena FPS before. And we ran the Boxer Reflex tournament. Those VODs are still on this channel if you guys want to go watch them. It was awesome. Nathan pretty much set everything up. We uh, got a custom HUD made for it. We had cat cool cool people casting. And I put up 500 bucks of my own money. 
and Vu won it. And sorry for the spoilers, but it was a good event. It was fun. It was small. It didn't really it didn't really help. I guess at the end of the day, but I'm so glad we did it. And um, Zill reminded me of it, and I've decided to play it again. And it was just as fun as I remember. Um, you know, I'm big on movement, and they have dedicated movement maps and this thing called Defrag, which is basically like the KZ of Quake. And I don't know if it's called Defrag and Reflex. I think it's called Race Maps. But um, got to play that. It was fun. And then some of my viewers started arguing about, as smaller hardcore communities will do, started arguing about which one was better, Quake or Reflex, which one is or better, whatever, why a thing died, why this thing died, why it didn't, or why it could have succeeded. And... I was like, all right, let me try it. Let me try Quake. Because one person was just adamant that you go into Quake 3, it'll feel better. It'll feel better. It's CPMA. It reflexes CPMA. But Quake 3 just feels... Quake 3 CPMA just feels fucking better. So I was like, fine, fuck it. Let's try it. How long does it take to download? No, small file, old game. Boot it up. Get onto the same movement map that I was playing in Reflex, which is like a training map, which is really cool. And... I got the feel for it, and I have to say, I like the feel more. I don't know if I could say it objectively felt better. I definitely liked it more, and I think I was very surprised because I don't have those same feelings of nostalgia that someone who has played a game for years might have, right? I don't have any affiliation to Quake or Arena FPSs at all. I didn't come into it. Ex I like Reflex. I came into it expecting a roof for Reflex and feeling Reflex felt better. At the end of the day, I felt like the Quake 3 just felt better. Um, and they were saying that the guns feel even better and stuff like that. I feel like I'm sure that that is my subjective experience and it doesn't actually matter that much. I talked to DDK, he said Reflex is better. So um, I think it was just, I like the, the values that they had. Maybe there was more friction and more gravity or something. And I felt like I liked that more. I don't know. But um, I practiced my circle jump there. It was really cool. Got me really fired up about the whole arena FPS thing, you know. Um, before we left for our trip, I was at the uh, Face It office, which is about 20 minutes from my house. It's a really cool area, like a little office in Santa Monica where I've been, where I was going to cast ECS. Pretty much, I think we I did 25 out of 26 days of ECS or something. So it's there like quite often, and they've just got like a bunch of computers set up. Um, Sturmy works out of the Faces office and works for Faces as well. So him and DDK, who are both really good Quake players, um, were like one of you wanting a reflex. And I was watching them play, and I was just thinking, this is fucking fun to watch. Like point blank period. I really enjoy this. I love I love watching this. You know and. I and every time I see that, I think, why the fuck did this game die? You know, why the fuck did this game not take off? Well, how the fuck is this a genre dead, you know? Um, and it's fucked up. But you know what? I decided, you know, I'm going to play more. I'm going to play more Reflex just because I think it's fun. I have a small enough. I have, I have a small enough community. I have a big enough community that we can play it and have fun and duel and stuff like that. And I love doing the race maps and I think I'll enjoy it. And, uh, you know, we had a like, pretty steady viewership, I would say. I mean, it's, it was better than Fortnite's. Fortnite's, you know, way too, way too oversaturated at the moment. And people were talking. And I really like, you know, with a game like Fortnite, you're going to have, like, a lot of kids. And there's nothing wrong with 
being young and playing games and everything but like that. But when you have a more hardcore audience and a hardcore game, you have more interesting conversations in the chat. So I actually really enjoyed it. And I felt like everybody kept me company and it was a good time. So I might do that again. Maybe we'll do another, maybe we'll do another boxer tournament. Maybe it's time for people to get good at reflex, doing a little bit of money, play a game that you like. Um, if you're not good at arena FPS, there might not be too many good people that show up. So maybe it's time to open it up. I don't think it's that expensive and the game's pretty cool. But um, I don't have a duty to bring the game back. I don't feel like that. That's not my job. I just want to play games I like. And um, and I had a good time. And the, the community showed me around. You know what I mean? You as a if you're if you're a talent agency, sometimes you want to give you want to give special treatment to certain people, right? So you buy them things, get in the gift, send the gift basket to their job, right? And just make them feel a little bit good, stay on their mind a little bit more. And that's kind of what the Arena FPS did community for me when I streamed their game. I came through, chatted it up, helped me learn how to do movement stuff. I enjoyed that. If they'd be back, I'd be happy, you know. I'm sure they'd be disappointed to see me play Fortnite next time, which I, I probably will fit it in, but um, but maybe we'll do both. Um, but yeah, but yeah, it was that was fun. The other thing I've been thinking about that's not necessarily esports related, but it's like my life related, and this is about my life is exercise. I want to say I'm unhappy with the with my body the way I look. I think I am happy. Probably the happiest I've been ever. Two years ago, if you go watch my video that I did with Frankie on PC, I was I was so skinny I didn't even realize it. In reality, I was only um, maybe ten pounds lighter, something like that. No muscle mass or anything, but and just skinny. But I look just so skinny. Now I feel way better. But like. I didn't even feel, the weird part is I didn't even feel bad then. But whatever, I definitely look better now. I feel better now. Um, but um, I still think I want to gain like six to eight pounds. Um, put on muscle, eat more. Not really concerned with how healthy I should eat. Just want to eat more in general and just get used to eating a lot. But also, is that hike, man. I, I just, I used up my body on that hike and was done the hike and my legs are sore as hurt. I fell once. I took a shit at the peak. You know, I just used my body up and I've, I feel, I feel, I feel like that combined with me looking out into the distance, the picturesque view of Big Bear and the rolling, it looked like a Bob Ross painting, by the way, straight up. It was not a happy little accident, I don't think. This is destiny that I saw this. And that combined with that, I think, made me feel like I should do something like this every day. Especially since I live in a part of the world that is probably the most perfect weather-wise for humans to exist happily in. Um, where it's always good weather for running doesn't rain it's in celsius it's always around you know 15 degrees in the morning 10 to 15 degrees probably 15 to 20 sometimes and i think getting my heart going a little bit couldn't hurt right if you guys have experiences running by the way i'm so 
I would love sometimes, you know, when you want, sometimes you want, you're looking for confirmation bias, right? Like when, when you think about something like, hmm, I really liked how good that avocado was. I would like to find out that it is very good for you so I can eat one every day. I might be talking out of my personal experience here, but when you go and you go and look at things that are health, health benefits for avocado, you're like looking for the things that will get you hyped up about avocado so you can do that. That's what I want right now from you guys about running. If you guys have a, a good experiences running, if you run in the morning to start your day, if you ran but gave it up or whatever, I want to know more about that. I actually do. Like that would, I want to get, I want to get hyped about running, and I want to try doing it. I want to try adding that into um, my schedule every day because I want to have energy throughout the day. I want to feel like I use my body up and earn my earn my rest, you know, and um, I want to just feel good. Feel, I want I want that blood circulating. It it can't be right. It cannot be right to get out of bed, to go to the kitchen, to get food, and then sit down in my very nice chair, my Herman Miller Aeron Remat. I like this chair a lot. It's a good chair. It's ergonomic and good for my back and everything. But to just sit here, you know, vegetatively all day, five days or six days a week, and and just play games or be on the computer. It can't, it can't be like I, I'm, and, and I, I do two planks in the morning and then I do, uh, arm exercises after the stream, but I, but that is not cardio. That is not cardio. I feel like cardio gives you a different thing, but I want you guys to tell me about it because I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure any of these, any pseudo personal trainers, just people who just go and run because you want to do, because you like it, like, tell me, tell me. And then I'll maybe throw a mile or two in um, at the beginning of each day. Those are some of the things that are on my mind. The other thing is ramping up productivity. Um, frequency of uploads is fine right now i've got a busy schedule content wise coming up but um you know maybe we take it slow and this is me thinking out loud because we've got the podcast we keep doing that every monday i feel good about that two to three casual casts uploaded it per week i feel good about that um i would maybe like what's the third thing you know what's the third what's the third thing what's a special video every week that i could do um in terms of a content schedule that might be fun uh, that I could do. If you have ideas for that, hit me, hit me with that. I would like to hear them. Um, apart from that, I don't have too much more. So let me see what time we're at. <clears throat> we're only at 20, 23 minutes. That's not long enough. All right. I've got something else. When I was younger, I think I had trouble, I had trouble having respect for people that I didn't feel like had extreme, people who couldn't understand Rick and Morty, and people who didn't have a very high IQ. I felt I, I had, I couldn't respect people who I didn't feel like were very intelligent who couldn't crunch the numbers, who couldn't, who, who couldn't, who just didn't have the, I guess I want to say book smart, but 
I guess I just thought that if you were very smart, book smart, whatever, you'd be able to figure out everything else. I had no regard for emotional intelligence or just different ways of looking at intelligence at all. And I also had the under the, I also had the understanding in my head that you couldn't lead, live a lead a fulfilling life if you didn't if you weren't pursuing questions to the greatest answers what is the meaning of life what blah 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 and i thought that the only way to get to those answers was by was by being extremely intelligent and becoming the next einstein or falling off on the way there, you know, because not even then I knew that, you know, everyone could be Einstein. I thought the point of life was to try to be like Einstein and look outward into the universe and try to figure out the answers to all the questions that way. And if you didn't do that, you weren't leading the best possible life possible. And I always thought that everyone else was just compromising and falling off and leading a slightly worse life. It took the the thought that really changed it up for me was the thought that there are artists, pure artists in a sense, like a painter or something, um, who are masters of their craft. They put in just as much time. They do something that very few people can do just like someone who the scientist who's at the top of their field or someone else and they probably don't have the capability to 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 make the lateral move into another career field like being a scientist but they're still the top 0.0001% of their field and of just people in general you know world renowned famous talked about, you know, discussed. They're teachers in their own way too, and yet they aren't trying to figure out where the end of the universe is, right? They aren't trying to figure out how many new planets they can find. Are those people not entitled to answers, you know? And I realized for myself that that can't be true. Not in my world. In my world, those people are just as entitled to the answers as the scientists, as the Einsteins. And I can't remember what caused that shift in my thinking to think about that. Actually, you know, it might be, it might be that I think it was my partially because of my brother. My brother is very smart. My foster brother is my very, very smart, um, probably fucking smartest guy I've ever talked to. Um, Shakespeare, he's a Shakespeare professor. And he got into a really good school. He got into Berkeley doing math and was just, just very intelligent in every sense of the word. And it's also religious. And I, that was super hard for me. I was like, like, if you're religious, then you can't be that smart. You know, there's something that, means you can't be that smart. I don't think that anymore. Um, I I definitely see, I think he said something to me. It was like, 
this is about religions about religions in general this is what wasn't a lesson necessarily this was just him his interpretation of things and he felt like that at a certain point something happened and this is why there's so many religions are similar this is what he was trying to explain and he said so at a certain point something happened and he theorized that maybe it was kind of like uh the, a song played imagine you have uh <clears throat> someone from each of four religions that are similar christianity judaism etc cetera, etc cetera. and they all have different names for these different actors in their religions but there's like a lot of weird similarities right and i think and he was saying that it, it was like a song played in each room and they all kind of wrote it down wrote try to write down the lyrics and interpret it their own way and that's how he viewed uh what might have happened with religion and i kind of took that and extrapolated it into maybe that's what uh that's what i see as sorry excuse the police that's maybe what happened or that's maybe what life is you know for everybody that's that they, they it's just everybody's own interpretation and if we think about that music analogy, it's like four people from four different countries with four different cultures and languages and everything trying to interpret something that happens in the world. It's going to come out differently, um, but not necessarily incorrectly, just differently, right? And it's it might, you might none of those people might be entitled to the exact right or perfect or objective answer. And that's the world we live in, right? That's the world we live in. And so I think that's what made me think about things differently and have more appreciation for not simply who is the most book smart um, or even who is the best. I definitely have more respect for people that exert themselves and strive to become masters at anything they do or the one that one thing but then i also have just as much respect for the farmer who feels like they're living the best life they're out in the fields raising life with their family and putting all of their life's energy into it you know and it's not necessarily accomplishing something great and will never be talked about but they're exerting themselves 100 percent. and i feel like that farmer you know it's working just as hard as as Van Gogh or as Einstein or anyone like that. And I feel like they're also entitled to those answers. And this thought about being entitled to answers, if you think about it enough, you know, it's, it's not religious necessarily, but I think on some level it has to be spiritual, right? It tech that technically is a belief of mine. Um, but I don't believe I don't believe that anybody does there's a better way to word this i don't think there's a single person out there that doesn't have beliefs i don't live in that world um i think that you don't you don't have to be religious i am far from religious but i think we're all a little bit spiritual i think if you don't think that i think you're kind of crazy because and i think i honestly think if you th thought about it a little bit more you'd have to kind of accept that like in some ways 
you're everybody would like to have some beliefs about things because even if you think that there's a way to get to the answers, nobody has all the answers right now. All right. Nobody has all the answers right now. Nobody in history has had all the answers. Just their interpretation of what they think are the answers. And if anything could cause humility in a person, I think that understanding that could be it. But I think it also allows you to appreciate different ways of living life, you know, figuring things out and uh, also valuing, valuing your own skills and abilities. I think that helps too, you know, because I certainly don't feel like a scientist. I'm not a scientist and I don't even want to be, you know, there's things about it I don't have any interest with. And I can kind of learn about it as a, as a hobby, but I'm not trying to be... Um, I'm not trying to do all that math. I try to do it my own way. And so I think the core values, I guess, with respect for me have just changed to people who exude themselves and people who believe in what they're doing. And that's kind of it. So, you know, like that's all I really need. You know, it's like, a, like my mom, for example, works super hard. I have a ton of respect for her. She doesn't have a great education, didn't have the money for it, got, had to run away from home to get married, like lived a crazy, hectic life with a lot of hardships and everything and didn't have, doesn't have the ability to do any of the stuff that, you know, I might have when I was younger, might have had, might have held to such a, a standard to say that like, that is what you have to do to lead, lead a happy life and, or lead the best life, I should say. And she didn't do that and didn't come close to that but still has led a fucking hella fulfilling life and done way more than a lot of people. And now I can, because of the way I think, I like completely appreciate that. And um, yeah, so I don't know if that helps anyone else. I think the headstrong 16-year-old that I was that got uh, philosophy, of, I don't know if it was the shoulder, I can't actually see, tattooed on themselves uh, because they believe so strongly in the pursuit of truth and everything like that. Understanding that like everyone's different interpretation of their life and their own pursuit of it should be respected, admired, and learned from, I think it would have been good for me. So I threw that in because we ran, we were, we were like, we were only at 23 minutes, and now we're at 34. So I know it's not exactly esports, it's not exactly my life but it is something i was thinking about recently so yeah i'm gonna call it right there it doesn't this th i realize this doesn't have to be an hour long it should be as long as it needs to be and um if it's going to be week to week then it makes sense that it's going to be on the shorter end of things if you guys feel like it should be longer i'll take more time to carefully plan things out this one was a little bit rushed i'm sorry um I literally just got back but i'm really it would make me happy to stick to the schedule, so um, it's I'm fine, totally fine to do it. But yeah, put more effort into list of topics, maybe digging a little bit deeper, things to think about. But if you guys like the 30 minute mark, 20, 30, 40 minute mark, let me know. I know I personally would like something a little bit longer if I were to you know put it on in the background, but anything from 20 minutes and up will get me through some dishes, some folding laundry, uh, some typing up some work or whatever it is. So if that helps you do that, um, that, that, that's good with me. But yeah, thanks for watching this. The rest of the podcast episodes for this eSports Life, this show that you're listening to right now will be in the description below. 
Um, no sponsors, store.box.gg. We do not have a release coming out on the first, but there's still the classic, classic and uh, negative tees as well as a couple of other things that are still in the store. Go check those out and um, hope, you, hope you guys had a good weekend and uh, enjoy watching tours without me casting. Ha <laughs> ha.